And welcome to episode number four of Racing Around the Maritimes. I'm your host as always, Grady Hashi. We got a good episode coming up right now as we'll take a look at the week reviews. We got four different race cards to cover in the week review. We'll also talk about the week preview where we have three or four race cards to cover there. And I'll round it out with my picks of the week as always. So let's get right into it now. As Charlottetown Driving Park hosted a card on Thursday, May 20th, 2021, as they played host to a total of 10 races on the card, uh, featuring the Phillies and Mares preferred two, also eligible preferred one draw outside, and that was won by last year's, I would say, best mare in the Maritime. Best pacing mare in the Maritimes last year, Dream Fair Zen Fire for trainer driver Mark Campbell. She scored the wire to wire victory in her first start of the year last Thursday in 155 and 4 with a closing quarter of 28 and 1, defeating Gunnafulia Philly 47. You bet I'm a good one. And South Win Ion. As it was only a field of five, but it was a competitive field of five. And as I mentioned, Dream Fair Zen Fire came out on top for owners Ryan McLeod and Everett McLeod and trainer driver Mark Campbell. What a mile there, 155 and 4. Uh, over a fast track, that was a good mile and definitely a great way for her to start off the year. Mark Campbell also scored a training and driving win with another pacing mare who was at the top ranks of the age pacing mares group last year in the Maritimes, and that was with Arclight in race number six last Thursday. She scored the win in 155 and 3, 29 and 1 in the closing quarter for owners Crossroads Racing Stable, a Stratford PEI, as this mare uh, went right to the front. Uh, cleared to the front at the half and said goodnight to the rest of them right then as she cruised home, as I mentioned, to win in a very impressive 155 and 3. Gilles Berrio scored a driving triple last Thursday night as he, as he was a winner. In the first race, with outrageous song in two minutes and three fifths for owners Paul Holmes and trainer Ron Matheson. He also scored another victory in race three with Divine Deo, as that's one that he trains himself for owners Joseph Wilkie and Wayne McRae. And that one was a very impressive winner in 156 and for coming the closing quarter in 28 and 3. As the three-year-old daughter, Better's Delight, is definitely one to watch for this year. Uh, she showed a lot of speed in that one there. Barrio also picked up the win aboard another mare in race number seven. That being Ms. Moyes for owners Olivia May, Quaid Haitley, and Andrew Cameron. And trainer Ronnie Gass is that mare was a wire-to-wire -wire winner in 158-1, coming her closing quarter in 28 and two so it was a very good night there for Gilberio um, as he scored those three wins as I mentioned um, the total handle on the card for Charlottetown last Thursday was a solid $58,069 the featured pick four race on the feet pardon me the Featured pick four wager on the card, which was in races four through seven, paid a solid 
$25, so it was a good payout there in the pick four. Now we're going to head on to the Saturday card at Exhibition Park Raceway in St. John, New Brunswick, my home province. On Saturday, we got a few things to talk about uh, in there as Woodmere Idealite, the fastest maritime bread pacer on a maritime track, picked up his first win of the year on two starts as he wired the feature. The winners over 1501 in 159 flat and a three across finish with Blood Money and Little Manny, as it was a very impressive win for the now six year old son of Articulator for owners Ultimate Stable of Greater Lakeburn, New Brunswick. Seafall Melanson was the winning trainer, and Robert Laffin piloted this horse to victory. And as I mentioned, at mile time of 159, Mark Haig picked up a driving triple. On the Saturday afternoon card at EPRs, he picked up wins with I Love Roses in race number two in two minutes and four fifths. In race three, he picked up another win with Bugger Max in two minutes and two fifths. And he also picked up the victory in race number five with Rose Run Slider in 159, which was the co fastest mile on the day, along with the featured and also. Uh, in race for the mile was also in 159 um, as that one was won by thank you all my fans who is now two for three since joining the Bob McNeil stables out of St. John now on to the Saturday race card from EPR or pardon me not EPR as we go back to Charlottetown Red Shore Charlottetown we'll cover the Saturday card there and it was a good card there, a good nine race card. They did have some short fields. Um, there was some scratches in quite a few of the races. There was a couple races scratched down to a field of four. One scratched down to a field of three. A um, few things that we want to talk about on there. The first one being Avatar J scored a victory in the featured race in race number eight. For owners Dean Larkin and Jody Sanderson, trainer Danny McDonald, and driver Gilberios, that was one of four wins on the card for Gilberios. Avatar J went to a win in 157-1 with a closing quarter of 29-2 over a track rated with a two-second variant as he won it over the first two-week top-class winner, Bugsy McGuire, and also a newcomer, GA Speed Sammy. Barrio also scored wins on the card in three other races, those being in the first race with Bet the Tide, a three-year-old filly by Better's Delight for owners Ian Smith and Reg McPherson and trainer Kevin McLean as that filly went to a win in 202 flat, 30-1 and one in the closing quarter. Another win that Barrio had on the night was in race number seven with his own trainee Dusty Lane Goliath in two minutes and one fifth as the Colt by Steelhead Hanover picked up the win for owner Daniel Ross of Belfast PEI over one of the top stakes competitors from last year, the Big Chase, and also another three year old in the race, Woodmere Beach Line. And Barrio, as I mentioned, picked up the win with Avatar J, and he also scored another win in race number 9 with McPat in 159 flat, 28 seconds in the closing quarter, as the newcomer to Barrio's barn got the wire-to-wire -wire victory for owner Everett Hansen and 
and Donald Stevenson. That was his second win in two starts since joining the Maritimes. The total handle on Saturday night's card in Charlottetown was $59,209. Now we're going to talk about the Summerside Raceway opening day as Redshore Summerside kicked off their season last sun last Monday on Queen Victoria Day as they started off with a 10 race card featuring the preferred two also eligible preferred one draw outside and that was won by Moon Rider that was race number 9 on the card won by Moon Rider in 155 and 2 as he went right on down the road for a wire to wire victory and as i mentioned 155 and 2 with a closing quarter a 29 and 1 as he's owned by Debbie Element of Village Green PEI trained by Colin Johnson and he was driven to victory by David Dowling who i believe that was a driving double on the card for Dowling as he also picked up a win, pardon me, no, it was a driving single on the card for David Dowling. Um, but irregardless, a great win for Dowling as he picked the win up for on the Son of Sports writer, Moon Rider, in a tremendous 155 and 2 mile over Soccer Hanover and Heart and Soul as those two rounded out the try. Another winner on that card, making it two in a row was a three-year-old daughter of Better Than Chatter named Western Wiss. She picked up a win in race number four in a tight photo finish with legendary Ron, but this filly won in 157-4 with a closing quarter of 27-3. For owners Blair Hansen, Carl Hanton, Isaac Skirman, and Cecil Villard, all of PEI, Tom Weatherby was the winning trainer. Brody McPhee piloted the daughter of Better Than Chatter to victory as that was a very impressive win there. Obviously, that quarter in 27-3 and three to close it out was a very good mile and a tight finish. It was a great race there. Um, last year's Gold Cup and Saucer winner, Time to Dance, qualified on Monday in Summerside as he and trainer-driver Mark Campbell led the whole way in their qualifier to an easy qualifying victory in 159-4 with a closing quarter at 28-3 for owners Brent Campbell and Matthew McDonald. That horse is entered on Saturday, this coming Saturday in Charlottetown. We'll talk about that more later on. Um, that's all I have for the week review. Um, coming up still is the week preview. Uh, so we'll take a look at some ticket ideas for the car that's coming up this weekend in the Maritimes. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit about some racing action going on outside the Maritimes. Um, I don't know, I might try that. Um, and I'll round it out with my picks of the week. So that's all for the week review. Stay tuned. Lots more coming up after this short break. Alright, let's get right into my week preview um, as we're going to be taking a look at my picks for Saturday at Exhibition Park Raceway in St. John, my picks for Saturday at Red Shore Shelltown, and also my picks for Sunday at Summerside Raceway, Red Shore Summerside. 
Um, got some ticket ideas for all those tracks, and obviously, as I mentioned before, I'll close it out with my picks of the week. So we're going to start it off with EPR, Exhibition Park Raceway in St. John, New Brunswick, as they have a post time of 1 o'clock for Saturday, May 29, 2021, 1 o'clock Atlantic time, that is. For the post time, I got two different ticket ideas in here, and the first one being in race number three, in race three, um, the ticket idea that I have is a try, um, and it goes three one five. The three on top of it being Montrose Hope, um, who makes another class drop as he drops down from the numbers of fifteen oh one, which he originally had dropped down to that class out of the top class. The winners over fifteen oh one, so he's making his second drop. In as many starts, um, down to the non-winners at 8:01, uh, where he draws midgate, gets post position three in the field of five. Wasn't able to get away well. Got away towards the back in his last start. Didn't make up a whole lot of ground. Um, you know, got away fourth. Finished fourth in that one, beaten by thank you all my fans, Katie Overdrive and Fall Bliss. He doesn't have to go up against any of them um, in this one, so I like his chances here uh, to rebound and uh, show his true colors because um, he is a nice a nice horse. And, you know, I mean, he does have a record of 156-2 and two taken last year. Um, but, yeah, I think that he's going to turn turn it around, turn his game around, and, and f- get the win um uh, there tomorrow uh, for driver John Davidson. For second uh, in the try, I like the rail sitter, Instant Shadow, owned by the Ultimate Stable. Don Hubbard is the trainer and co-owner, and Robert Laffin, his regular driver, will pilot this one at relatively the same class in his last start. It was a number 751 last five. Um, got away well, was second for most of the mile, um, ended up finishing third, only beaten... A length and a quarter in two minutes and three fifths, 31 and three in the closing quarter, beaten by Bugger Max and Brandon's Glory. Doesn't have to face either of them in that one. So I think that staying at the same class, he gets the rail. I do believe, though, that Montrose Hope is going to win it. So I like this rail sitter, Instant Shadow, for second. Uh, I think that he's a major contender in this field of five. And to round out the try, I like to go to the far right side, that being the five, Ebb and the boys, as he gets a drop down in class out of the non-winners of 10.51, down to the non-winners of 8.51, where he was fifth in 2.01 and 2, last start in the non-winners of 10.51, beaten by Rose Run Slider, J.J. Brienne, Emperor, and Umpire Hanover. Um, had Stephen Trites in the bike on that day, gets a driver change uh, to Colin DeCourcy, as the duo last year actually teamed up for a win. Um, last year at EPR, um, off the front um, in that one. Um, I like him in there uh, to round out the try for third. So in race number three at EPR on Saturday, that being tomorrow, you're going to want to go with a try in race three, that being 3-1-5 try in race three. My next ticket idea for that card is a daily double the late daily double in races five and six race five being the top class of the day the winners over 1551 last five starts and i like the two blood money was defeated last week by woodmere ideal art at this class where he got away third moved up the backside um was only beaten by neck in 159 30 and three in the closing quarter his regular owner and driver dr mitchell downey gets in the bike 
tomorrow afternoon, so I like him on top to rebound and get back to winning ways. In the second half of the late daily double, I like the two little Manny coming down out of the top class. The winner's over 15-01 as he gets down from there, down to the non-winners of 15-51 in this one here. Um, and he gets uh, he gets his regular pilot, Stephen Trites, in the bike. Uh, he was third, only beaten a half a length in 159 in the top class, beaten by Woodmere, Ideal Art, and Blood Money. Um, so a class drop, good post draw. Uh, he won at this class two weeks ago um, where he was a winner in 158 and 4. So I like his chances here um, in there to uh, to finish the late daily double and to close out the card as there is only six races on that card. So for the late daily double at EPR tomorrow in race five, you're going to want to go with the two blood money. And in race six, you're going to want to go to the with the two little Manny. That's it for my ticket ideas for EPR, Exhibition Park Raceway, that is. Now on to my ticket ideas for Charlottetown Driving Park. I've um, got a couple of ticket ideas for tomorrow night at Charlottetown as they kick off the card at 6 o'clock Eastern Time tomorrow night. In race 1, i got an exact uh, in race one for a ticket idea, and it's going to be fronted by the two Burnout Hanover. Uh, gets drop gets a drop down in class at the numbers of ten fifty one down to the numbers of eight fifty one. So good drop down in class where he was second. Cut the mile in one fifty seven and four twenty eight and three in the closing quarter was second, only beaten a length. Um, Gets a driver change from Jill Barry to Corey McPherson, albeit Corey McPherson, a really good driver over on PEI um, as well. I can see this one getting near the front or on the front early in the mile, and I think that he is much better than, well, not much better, but I do think he is better than the rest in that one. To round out the exacta in race one there in Shelltown, you wanna go wanna go with the four, Silver Hill Buddy. I am a fan of this horse. I think that he is one of the most underrated horses there is. Um he was in the numbers eight fifty one last five starts last Saturday where he was an easy wire to wire winner in two one and two, thirty seconds flat over a track rated with a two second variant. I like his chances, it only being a field of six. Um, I do believe that he could get out of there from post four um, and follow Burnout Hanover, so um, I can see him landing in there for second. So my ticket idea for Saturday at Charlottetown, the first ticket idea is in race one, the exacta. I got the two Burnout Hanover and the four Silver Hill Buddy. My next ticket idea comes all the way in race number nine. It's the top class race. Race number nine, the preferred one, winners over 2401 last five starts. Featuring last year's Gold Cup and Saucer winner, Time to Dance, coming off a qualifier um, at Summerside last week where he was an easy winner in a qualifier by 17 lengths and 159 and 4, 28 and 3. I like him on top for this race 9 super. Um, in the short field of five uh, for trainer driver Mark Campbell. I think that if he gets anywhere near the form that he was in last year, um, he's definitely going to be the one to track down in this one. For second, I'm going to go to the rail sitter, Avatar J. He was a winner at this class last week um, where he sat the two-hole the whole way and came up the inside to win, um, be defeating Bugsy McGuire, who, he, who is not in the race this week. Um, 
Avatar J gets his regular pilot, Jill Barrio. Um, he was in the bike for the win there last week in 57-1, 29-2, over 29-2 in the last quarter, over a track rated with a two-second variant. So I like him uh, for second in this one. For third, I'm going to go to a relative newcomer, G.A. Speed Sammy, making his third start in the Maritimes after a fourth and a third-place finish at this class. The last couple weeks, uh, the most recent one being the third place finish where he was third, three and three quarter lengths back in 158 flat with a closing quarter of 30 and two. As he comes in here, draws midgate for owner Debbie Elliman, trainer Colin Johnson and driver David Dowling, who was driven in his first two starts. I think that if he can trip out in this field of five, then he is definitely going to be able to get in there for third and to round out the super. I'm going to go with the two cowboy logic. I'm a fan of this horse. He Last year, he went on a win streak of about seven in a row, um, and he did so setting his lifetime mark and equaling it a couple times, I think, of 155-1. and one. Um, He does get a bump up in class out of the non-winners of 2000 last five um, from last Saturday, where he was second to Panama Kingdom. Um, you know, but I believe that in the short field with post two, being able to follow the best ones... Um, I think he's going to be able to round out the super for driver Steven Shepard. So, race nine, the featured pace at Charlottetown on Saturday, tomorrow night. I got a soup for the ticket ideas. I got a superfecta, 5-1-3-2 in race nine there for my ticket idea. Now we're going to go on to the Summerside Raceway as we're going to take a look at some ticket ideas for then. And I got a couple tickets. Uh, no, just one ticket idea, and that being the pick four, races four through seven. This is the first time I'll be covering Summerside for the year. Um, I'm thinking that I'll just go back and forth between the Charlottetown Thursday night card and the Summerside Sunday card every week. I'll just switch back and forth to which one I cover because, unfortunately, the Summerside program doesn't come out until Friday. Um, so, you know, I can't cover both, really. Um, and then releasing the podcast, you know, before both cards, so, um, yeah, so I'm just going to go back and forth, one week do the Charlottetown Thursday night, and the next week do the Sunday once in Summerside, so it is Summerside's turn uh, for this one, and as I mentioned, it is the pick four, uh, in the pick four, Starting in race number four, I'm going to single it to number two, Hunger Pangs. Getting a drop down out of the top class, uh, the preferred two, which was the top class in Summerside last week. He gets a drop down out of there um, where he finished fourth, charted in 156-2, and 29-2 in the closing quarter. Mark Campbell uh, drove him in there last week. He'll get in the bike again this week. Gets a good post position draw. I expect him to be on the front or right near it um, in this short field of five. So I'm going to put him on top uh, to kick off the pick four in race four in Summerside. So I like the two hunger pangs in race number four. In race number five, there's two of them that I like, and it being the two and the three. The two being Somebody's Me, a three-year-old hilarious halo who at this class, the two to five-year-olds, not winners of two races life, last week made a break at the start, still got away on the lead, um, and ended up finishing second, only beating two and a half lengths in 202 and 229 and four in the closing quarter uh, for driver Jason Hughes. Jason Hughes gets back in the bike, gets a good post draw, I like her chances in here, so she's a part of it uh, for race five. 
And the second one in there that I like is the one who defeated somebody's me last week, and that being Magical Lily Bear. I'm um, going from post three. She was a winner last week in 202 flat, 29 and 1 in the closing quarter. Um, with driver Corey McPherson on the bike for trainer Ronnie Gass. Corey McPherson gets back in the bike, gets a good post draw from post three. So I like this three-year-old daughter, Steelhead Hanover, also in this one. So in race five, there's two that I like in the pick four, that being the two Somebody's Me and the three Magical Lily Bear. In race six, I got a single again, and it singled with a two Disney man uh, for trainer Ronnie Gass and driver Jason Hughes. This one uh, at this class, the two to five-year-olds, winners of three but no more than five races lifetime, uh, was fourth in two minutes, three-fifths, 30 seconds flat in the closing quarter over Charlottetown last Saturday with a two-second variant. He's beaten by Usurper, Steel Reefer, and Well L. So uh, I think that this is a little bit of an easier group uh, to face this week. Um, so I like him on top as he's going to be the uh, a single in race six uh, for the pick four, the third leg of the pick four. So that is the two Disney man. And in race seven to close out the pick four, I'm going to lean on the five, Windermere Albert. He was facing stakes competition all last year in the Maritimes. You know, he made over 20,000 last year, which is quite impressive. Um, so, but this year hasn't done real well he's been in the nominees of four ones not fifth couple of fifth place finishes drops down i really i'm hoping and believing that that we'll see a bit of last year's form um in this next one in his uh in his fourth start of the year i'm hoping that there'll be some 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 of uh, his true color show i guess um he goes from post five fairly easy class i think that it's all his um you know i just think that if he can get anywhere near the horse he was last year, he'll win this um, pretty handy. So uh, in the fourth leg of the pick four in race seven, I like the five, Windermere Albert. So my pick four ticket for Summerside. In race four, I like the two, Hunger Pangs. In race five, I like the two, Somebody's Meat. And the three, Magical Lily Bear. In race six, I like the two, Disney Man. And in race seven, I like the five, Windermere Albert. So that is my pick four ticket for Summerside the, my, of my ticket ideas. Those are my only ticket ideas for Summerside. Um, now, uh, coming up next is my picks of the week. Uh, so stay tuned. All right, now time to round out the show with my Picks of the Week segment. And my Picks of the Week are coming from outside the Maritimes, as my Picks of the Week will be covering the Commodore Barry Invitational, the $100,000 Commodore Barry Invitational at Harris, Philadelphia. They're in Pennsylvania. They got a big week with, uh, well, more or less a big day coming up on this coming Sunday um, with three Grand Circuit events, um, the... Maxi Lee Trot for age trotters um, with multiple world champions in that. Um, the Betsy Ross for open female pacers. Um, there as well, the $100,000 Betsy Ross. And as I mentioned, the $100,000 Commodore Barry Invitational for aged pacers. Um, 
So in the Commodore, Barry Invitational, I like the five, Nicholas Beach. Um, last start, he was a winner in 147-2 and two with a closing quarter of 25-4. and four. Um, He'll make his first Grand Circuit appearance, I believe, for trainer Jen Bongiorno and driver Joe Bongiorno. Um, but I like his chances um, in there. He does get a good draw from post five, the middle of the gate. Looks like he's a very competitive animal. Um, so I'm going to put him on top and fun fact about nicholas beach he is actually co-bred by a gentleman out of new brunswick named reg pedipaw who was actually a co-owner on some beach somewhere and also a co-owner on past gold cup and saucer winner silent swing um so yeah nicholas beach has maritime connections so uh, i like him on top in the commodore barry for a second i like the seven um American history was third to Nicholas Beach in that mile, uh, pacing in 147 and 2. He was a winner in 47 and 2 early in the year uh, for trainer Tony Alanya um, and driver Andrew McCarthy. Um, you know, I think that this horse sometimes can be hot and cold, but this year he looks like he's been he's been on top of his game. Um, so I. Uh, I like him in there for second, um, as he does go from post position number seven. So for second, that is American history. And for third, I like the eight in that one. This is the plan. A Ron Burke trained horse, Yannick Jingra will drive. This one was a second to my top choice, Nicholas Beach, in an open handicap at the Meadowlands in their last start. Um, also in 47 and two, uh, he's... Seen a lot of Grand Circuit action in his life. Uh, he won the Borgata Pacing Series at Yonkers earlier in the year. Um, does go from the outside post-8. Um, I think that with a lot of early speed to his inside from Nicholas Beach in American history, I think it's going to be hard for him to really go the way he wants to. Um, so I like him for third, that being this is the plan. So my picks of the week are in the Commodore Barry $100,000 Invitational at Harris, Philadelphia in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I like the five Nicholas Beach to win, the seven American history for second, and the eight this is the plan for third. As that card is taking place on Sunday, as it is one of three Grand Circuit events on that card. As I mentioned, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, as it uh, it should be a good afternoon there at Harris, Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So that is it for the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed uh, the listen or what have you. Uh, thanks for listening. And come back next week for episode number five.